0: Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a great day today. I'm hoping you've maybe implemented one or two thought or behavior strategies from one of my past episodes this week, maybe every day. And if you have, you are by now experiencing some changes already. Uh, Getting started to change a habit is always the toughest part, that very beginning, that trying to get it going. And that's why choosing just one or two small strategies, small, small changes to incorporate every day is the best way to get going. They're things that may stretch you a tiny bit, but they are definitely doable and do not feel overwhelming. And once you have a week... um Oh, like a week under your belt of making some of those small changes every day, your willingness and your commitment to make more changes begins to grow just automatically. It's not something you really have to come up with. When you when you feel accomplished by completing a week of small changes daily, you create those feelings of willingness, willingness to continue on. It's really, um, to me, pretty spectacular to see how this works. Uh, to really understand that by implementing a very small change that's doable every day, how that continues to grow into bigger and bigger changes. Um, But not only that, how it makes it easier and easier to create more changes. Okay, so let's move on to today's topic on why losing weight slowly will work and losing weight fast will not Uh, The title of this podcast is Stop the Yo-Yo Dieting and the Secret to Lasting Long-Term Weight Loss. So keeping it off for good. If if you're someone or know someone um, who has yo-yo dieted most of their life, you know that feeling of dropping weight. You know, it feels so good, so accomplished, so great, so freeing. And then the feeling that comes when the weight comes back on plus usually some extra. That's usually the name of the game. It, it, you know, if you've lost, you start to re- regain. Typically for most people, you re- regain even more than you weighed before you start started trying to lose the weight. So often when that weight comes back on, the feelings of self-loathing, um, uncomfortableness, disgust with self, exhaustion, and wanting just to give up. That's often what comes along um, in thoughts and feelings when we start to put that weight back on. So once the weight starts coming back on, most people will just say screw it at some point for a while and, and really overeat or overdrink or both for many days, weeks, months, years until coming to the same point you've been so many times before where you say, I just can't stand the weight or I'm so disgusted with myself I have to do something or maybe your doctor says you have to lose weight due to a medical issues that have been created and then you embark once again on another fad diet to drop some weight quickly. Eventually some of the weight comes off but then the cycle repeats itself so this is the definition of yo-yo dieting. And, and I know, I know I've had this in my life. I work, I mean, I think almost every client I've worked with has dealt with this at some point. So the yo-yo dieting cycle, this type of dieting is not only physically difficult on our bodies, it's incredibly emotionally and mentally exhausting and detrimental. So there are lots of negative consequences that come along with this type of Dieting. This type of living life actually creates a life with stress, unneeded focus on body and food, which takes away from the focus and interaction with other parts of our lives, including the people we love. It creates a very damaged relationship, an unhealthy relationship with our bodies and then with ourselves you know i let myself fall off the wagon again i'm such a failure i'm an awful person et etc cetera, et cetera. i'm i'm sure um if you've if you've yo-yo dieted you can recognize some of those own thoughts that probably came up for you when you started to regain again so if you, if you say your goal is losing 20 pounds you know so some, what's your weight loss goal well i want to lose 20 pounds this is actually not your entire goal. Your real goal is to lose 20 pounds and keep it off for the rest of your life, right? I mean, if you if you really think about this, when, when you're trying to lose weight and you have a number on the scale that, you know, you're trying to drop, that's not the whole part of the goal. The, the, the entire part of your goal is to keep it off for good. Um, Unless, of course, you know, you're an athlete who's needing to drop weight for something like, you know, wrestling or, or something. I get that. But for most of us who are listening to this, uh, your your entire goal would be, I want to drop this many pounds and keep it off for good. So always remember when you are setting a weight loss goal for yourself to include that second part um, when you're writing your goal down or when you're speaking it out loud, I have a goal to lose 20 pounds and keep it off for good. I have a goal to lose p- five pounds and keep it off for good. I have a goal to lose a hundred pounds and keep it off for good. That second part of the sentence is paramount. I've talked before about how words and wh- what we say to ourselves, what we write, um, if we're journaling, those sort of things, it's powerful, powerful stuff. Our brain listens to what we say and what we write. So that second part really is so important. Your goal is not to just get the weight off. It's actually to get the weight off for good. So if we lose it fast and this leads to gaining it back and we have to lose it again, or we can lose it slower and it stays off for good, you never have to lose the weight again. There is so much freedom in that. And it also speaks to you know, if your goal is to keep it off for good, then understanding that you have to lose it slowly in order to keep it off for good is really important here. It's really taking it in, taking the knowledge in that if you want it off for good, if you want to get to your actual goal of losing the weight and keeping it off forever for the rest of your life, then understanding you must lose it slowly is really, really important. And this is hard for people because who wants to lose the weight slowly? You make a decision to lose the weight, you want it gone now. But the idea here is that if you can really accept reality and really understand this and learn to be okay with this, that is when the magic happens. That is when the weight starts to drop off. And that is when you can learn to keep it off for good. Losing more than two pounds a week has been shown in research that this rate of weight loss, so more than two pounds a week, leads to weight gain in 95% of people. So 95% of people who have lost weight, but their rate of weight loss has been over two pounds a week, will regain that weight back and typically plus some. Uh, This is something... People trying to drop weight don't learn about, you know, we're not really um, taught about how this actually works uh, when we're trying to lose weight. It's really important to understand it. So people who lose at a rate of half a pound to one pound a week on average tend to keep and by the way, you know, when at point point. Um, a half pound to a pound per week on average what that means is there's going to be some weeks where you don't lose weight and then there might be a week where you lose two and then there might be a week where you lose 0.25 and then there might be a week where you lose none so we're talking about it doesn't mean you know you're losing exactly 0.5 to one pound per week um, or to two pounds per week it means on average that's happening anyway Uh, People who lose at a rate of half a pound to one pound a week tend to keep it off for good. So really consider this. You know, again, I know how badly many want to lose weight as quickly as possible when they feel motivated to get started. But people in this state of mind will often engage through behaviors like a detox or you know, eating super low calories for a few days, like 300 calories for a few days, um, or some incredibly strict diet or fasting for multiple days. Um, they usually engage in a type of diet that's really, really restrictive. And they'll lose five plus pounds a week. But after week one, they have no energy. They feel awful. Um, some people may even be able to continue for another week for the, before the most part, this is incredibly unsustainable. So then what happens is the brain and body rebels, you know, you've lost all this weight in one to two weeks, the brain and body rebels and, and you're going to find yourself overeating, binging, um, over drinking for multiple weeks or days after that. And the pounds come back on. Plus some. So that's sort of how that works. The other part of the story is that sustaining incredibly low calories or a detox or fasting is that it's miserable. Uh, People become difficult to live with, relationships suffer, they're crabby, they feel terrible, have less energy for their workouts or movement routines, their brains get foggy, it's difficult to work, to process, to engage with others. So who really wants to live a life like this? Even though you're dropping weight, you feel terrible for a week or more and then you overeat after all, anyway, and gain it all back. So if you really stop and think on this... I am guessing you'd agree this is not a state of being that many of us would desire. And, and also, if you're losing the weight quickly, it feels great to see that number go down on the scale. There's that dopamine hit, but everything else feels pretty miserable. You know, your state of mind is low energy, foggy, um, all those things. So you really have to learn and know that there are long-term consequences of weight gain. If you are losing weight at a rate faster than two pounds a week. Now, here is a little caveat. If you have a lot of weight to lose, like over fifty pounds, then losing more a week is not of a big not as big of an issue at first in the first few weeks of losing, but as you get closer to needing to lose 20 to 30 pounds, or especially more like if you have 10 to 5 pounds to lose, it's much more important to get that rate of weight loss to a half pound a pound a week, if not even less than a half pound a week. So here's the best part about this. When you get okay with this, when you get okay with the idea that um, you need to take it slow, you will find that losing weight is so much easier. This is what is just the best gift of this. You can actually even enjoy the process of losing weight. You can do it in a way that is not a struggle, where you can eat the foods you love, where you can continue to feel energetic, alive, carrying around more positive emoti- emotions. This is the best way to lose because it's easy But mostly because it's also sustainable. You're never going to have to do it again. That is huge. So committing to losing weight at a slower rate allows you to make mistakes, which we all do anyway, because mistakes here and there do not show up as dramatically on the scale as when you're trying to do this quickly. So if you're trying to lose weight really fast and you screw up one night and really overeat, you know, over drink, um you you know you really see that show up on the scale really quickly and that can be a real negative reinforcement but if you are committed to losing weight at a slower rate Um, When you make a mistake here and there, which like I said, we all do, that does not show up on the scale um, in the same way. You know, you still have that slow trend going down. So it it makes it much easier to keep you from feeling defeated or from giving up um, because you're not going to want to give up when you're losing weight, when it's feeling easy and doable. So the bottom line to everything I've talked about is one thing, and this is the secret to stop the yo-yo dieting. We must cultivate patience. So Really, cultivating patience is a skill. It is something. It's just like riding a bike, playing in a, a musical instrument. It is something you can practice and learn, just like any skill. When we have and and we embody patience, we we have a calm about us and within us. We can be flexible. We can be more neutral instead of black and white thinking. And um, we won't have as many strong emotions that we want to eat to get away from. Uh, when we have patience, we we don't give up on things. We keep going in a way that is not white knuckling. It's not struggling. We are relaxed and we don't give up when we see a number on the scale that isn't where we want it or when we overeat one Friday night. When, when we have patience, we understand this is part of the process. Mistakes are a necessary part of the process. So when we make those mistakes, it doesn't create shame or quitting. So I'm gonna give you some practical strategies to begin to cultivate more patience because remember, it's a skill. We can do things to learn it, to make it easier, to incorporate it into our lives. Biggest thing to remember, we get better at what we practice. This includes all skill building things. We get better at what we practice. Creating patience is a skill. So it is something we need to practice daily. So choose one of the ideas that I'm going to talk about here and practice implementing these on a daily basis. So first one would be journaling, of course. Um, Ask yourself why you're in a hurry. Why do you feel rushed to lose the weight? or change a health habit, or any habit. This, you know, All this stuff doesn't have to just apply to weight loss. It can apply to anything in life. What are you telling yourself that is creating the impatience? What's the sentence in your head that comes up that is creating the impatience? Will the world end if losing the weight you want to lose for good takes longer than you want? And I'm serious. Answer that question. Will the world end if losing the weight you want to lose for good takes longer than you want? Second one. Focus on short-term goals in order to reach the long-term ones. So cutting that big goal, whatever goal you have in life, into smaller chunks is imperative to reach most big goals. For weight loss, you want to cut back on calorie intake or change your food plan or increase movement or exercise very slowly each day or each week. Setting little daily goals on one of those things to reach will help you get to that big goal quicker. If if I have a client who comes to me after trying to lose weight quickly and is now plateaued or starting to regain again, they most often say things like I can't stick with my eating plan in order to keep losing or just to keep what I've lost just to maintain. I'm hungry all the time. I'm miserable. I'm exhausted. I get mad when I can't eat more or have the foods or drink that I enjoy. The, the reality here is that this person is never going to be able to keep the weight off because of the fast, because they lost the weight so quickly. Um, you know, they were able to engage in that food plan or drink plan, or exercise plan for a week, a month. I've even, some people can even do it for up to a year. Extremely disciplined people. But if you're not enjoying the process of losing weight, you will rebel and start overeating, drinking, and gaining again. So this is where I coach them on how to, well, on on how to start thinking in a way that will get them losing weight, as well as eating and drinking in a way that is enjoyable and where they can still lose weight. It's just that this is then a slower process than a crash diet. But because it's slower, it's forever, okay? Because it's slower, it's forever. So focusing on those short-term goals to reach the long-term ones, focusing on Tiny, small, daily behavioral changes and thought changes, working on different thoughts in small ways is really what will get you to the goal, the big goal in the future. Okay, moving on to the last strategy to cultivate patience. By the way, there's many more. These are just three that um, came to mind. So think of things and write them down um on the things you've gained from being patient in the past so think of a time you've been patient and you've felt rewarded for that one personal example um off the top of my head here would would be being patient with my daughter when I've wanted to react immediately so being able to be patient with her instead of reacting immediately has created you know, a deeper and better relationship between the two of, two of us. So lots of reward in that. Or maybe it's something like being patient in traffic. And because you were patient, you weren't involved in that accident that occurred just up the road. Point is, think of something in your own life where you have been patient and you felt a reward for that and, and write it down. Just these simple little things help bring more patience into ourselves, but but doing this work or you know choosing one of those three things to try um, is really important to help cultivate that patience. So impatience, impatience, brings about anger, frustration, anxiety, poor judgment, irrational decisions, restlessness, harsh attitude with others, uh, unnecessary stress. And there's actually a lot of science and research behind the benefits of patience. What we've learned through these studies and research is that patience cultivates thoughtful decision-making, enduring relationships, more long-term thinking, which allows us to appreciate the journey, more inner peace and contentment, and more kindness towards ourselves and others. And remember, from a lot of my past episodes, if you've listened, you'll, you'll get this. More kindness towards self creates lasting weight loss. So set a goal for yourself today to engage in one of these three strategies I gave to begin to cultivate patience. Begin practicing patience. This is such a key, oh, it's such a key to permanent weight loss as well as a life filled with more joy, contentment, and enjoyment. All right, thanks for listening today. If you found anything useful from this episode, would you please take the time to subscribe to this podcast? And if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review if you feel... It's worthy of that. Uh, When you subscribe, you'll be sure to get the newest episode once they're released. And all this really does help me keep the episodes rolling out. It also makes it easier for other people to find my podcast. Um, And if you've already subscribed, thank you so much for supporting the podcast and, and sharing this space with me for listening. And remember to thank your own self for being willing to consider making small changes in your life to get you closer to your goals and dreams. You can head over to my social media for more resources. Instagram is Heinen Counseling and Coaching or Peak Protein Recipes. Peak Protein Recipes on Instagram is just a space where I have all my higher protein recipes. If you keep listening right now, you're gonna get some more information on how my clients take a deeper dive on these topics with me through online programs and coaching. Um, it's really where you get all the actual structured lessons, worksheets, journal prompts, support and coaching behind all this information I'm putting out there. Um, I do work with all my clients via email back and forth, so it makes it really easy. It, uh, means, you know, you don't really have to set side, set time aside, uh, to connect, um, the email, uh, back and forth, uh, works really, really well, um, it also allows me to keep my prices at uh, a really decent level compared to some people's coaching businesses. So, anyway, take a look, head to my website. Um, lots of detailed information on how I work with my clients there and how it all works and prices. I put everything out there. You can also, once you're at my website, there is a link to send me an email if you have any more questions or um, concerns about anything or need more information. Um, I really do appreciate you listening and I really hope that This info I'm putting out there is going to help you lose your weight for good, improve your health, and live the life you've been dreaming about in the body you've been dreaming about. I hope you are finding something useful from these episodes and this podcast. And if so, please share it with someone else in your life you feel it could benefit This podcast is also now monetized. So if you really feel you are getting a lot from it and want to help keep it going, please go to the episode show notes. You can just scroll down from wherever you're listening. You'll see a description of the episode and then you will see it says support this podcast. And then there's a link you can click on. You can click on that link and that's where you can support the podcast, even the smallest donation like 99 cents helps to keep me producing the podcast. And to those of you who have donated, I really, really appreciate the support. I really do appreciate all of you listening and sharing the space with me again, just very thankful for all of you. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com, Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N, and get in touch with questions on all things I offer, like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have.